We are professionals. Also, Ooh, we are tanked question. up. I'm- Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast all about craft beer and video <laughs> games. I'm your host, Adil, uh, and this week I'm joined by Lucy. Hello again. And Ben's back. Hey. How are you doing, mate? Good. Tired. Yeah. As, as you would expect. How's um, further procreation been treating you? Um, I, well, we haven't been additionally procreating. Um, How is the results happened. of further like procreating? Of procreation. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's not. It is. Hard days. Good days. Easy days. Hard days. Yeah. <laughs> as, right. as expected. Mm-hmm. It's up and down. Changes yeah. on changes on a, an hourly basis. Oh my! Sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say it sounds fun, but it absolutely doesn't. So, I mean, it's probably not as fun as the things we're going to be talking about. No. Oh, are we going to talk about stuff? I guess one of the things we could talk about is beers. <gasps> um, yes. it is. So we're recording at a alternate time than we normally mm-hmm. do. So it is a crisp three in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um. However, it's one of my housemates' birthdays, so um, nice. I made homemade egg McMuffins oh. um, for breakfast um, with, like, American-style, like, processed cheese and <laughs> microwaved <laughs> eggs. Uh, it was a recipe my other housemate fa- found, and it was great. Um, we also had mimosas, so this is... Nice. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's already a spicy day for for one of us. Mm, and I was drinking until <laughs> two last night. Well, <laughs> uh, shall I open a beer then? Yeah, go on. Ben's <laughs> um, like, I know drink... I should have just hosted. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to drink uh, Supervisions. It's a hazy IPA, six point two percent from Left Handed Giant. Um, they're around the corner now in the shop. They've got loads of Left Handed Giant there now. Oh, uh, sweet! But it's Left Handed Giant's new branding. Oh, uh, I haven't seen that. They've to put a, a band around the bottom of the uh, can, and they've got their uh, new logo as well yeah, um, sure on there. That. But they've also put on a little bit of extra information. Oh. So they've kind of got a bar chart for hops. So oh, there there'll go. be lots of Amarillo in this. There'll be Ella. a little bit of Ella, some Mosaic, and a little bit of Laurel in there as nice. well. Is there um, flavor text underneath, or is that just like ingredients? No, that's that's it. The rest of it is then just allergens um, and, you know, the address and stuff like that. So that's that's it. Um, a little bit of extra information, but yeah, not much. Yeah, I really like that art. I'm sure I saw that on, on, on a shelf uh, mm. a couple of weeks ago. Something, um, I, I saw them there a few weeks back about their rebrand. So this was canned mm. 15 days ago. Hmm. Fresh enough. So it's fresh. Super yeah. fresh. Um, Lucy, what are you throwing back today? Uh, a big cup of water. Um, uh, I, my uncle was over here from America, and I gave him my last beer yesterday. So it was um, it was a virgin beer, and it looked very nice. So that's my review. Uh, <laughs> I think it was a collaboration with was it like pig farmers or something. There was a pig on it. Um, well, was it pigs, pigs, pigs? Was it pigs, pigs, pigs? Uh, let's quickly Google that and pigs, 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 pigs all day. Okay, that's not the beer I'm looking at. Um, I don't know. Uh, 
<laughs> it looked nice. It was an IPA. And uh, you know what? Could have done with it today, but. Uh, yeah. Well. You know, I only see him like once every couple of years, so it's fine. Fair, Fair enough, yeah. Uh, uh, what, I, have, what have you got, Adam? I've got. Um, what do I got? I've got the. Um, Hilden. So I bought a Flavorly box. Um, out of curiosity, yeah. and so um, most of Flavorly's shtick, and I think it's going to go more that way, is that they are doing small batches with brewers. So, like, since I got the box, they emailed me, like, we are doing limited run batches, and they're available next week, and here are some highlights, and it's like, we've got Siren, we've got, you know, more, all these other things. Um, so I think that's the way they're doing different, like, differentiating themselves from the market, from, like, your Beer 52s or whatever. But this is Hilden Brewing and Flavorly's Session IPA 3. Uh, Hilden's in Lisburn. Um, classic IPA is the beer gets th that little bit stronger. We add more ops to the, the, to the mix. Classic Cascade and Centennial from the US of A and Brewer's Gold from Old Europe. It's 4.5%. Uh, it's got X Pale, Morris, Otter, Cascade, Centennial, and Brewer's Gold. And it's in a can. That if you if you're very observant, you can tell which number in the series it is. Mm. Could be an upside down E. That's true. Upside down yeah. E is the Sideways same as M. a right side up E. A, a flipped E. You you mean a yeah backwards? As if you've rotated it rather yeah. than flipped it. That's how symmetry works in rotation. <laughs> can be either. Or a sideways M. Mm. Or a mm. sideways W. Or an upside Just down three, three that's been flipped. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you about this left-handed yeah, genre. Um, it, it's a lovely colour. Um, mm. A little bit more orange, perhaps, than you're getting on the screen. I haven't got my lights on. Uh, I don't think it would do much being uh, uh, the day at the moment. Um, but it's got a lovely soft nose, a little bit of fruit in there, which comes across in the in the flavour as well. It's, I, know it's, it's, I think it's about six and a half percent, something like that. So it's not uh, six point two percent. So mm. it's not light, but the flavour is quite light. The flavour is quite delicate. You get that nice fruit up front, um, maybe a little bit of. A mix of sort of light citruses, um, like maybe some mango and some orange in there. Um, but it's got this kind of something a little bit, uh, maybe just a bit bigger uh, or a heftier dose of mango. Something that kind of just cuts through a little bit as well. So whilst it feels like a quite a strong kind of orange squash. Um, it has that extra bit of heft in there as well from maybe some some sort of extra mango sort of flavours in there. All right. Um, when you say squash, that makes me a bit... Ooh, a bit, a bit. It does, and we usually use it uh, mm -hmm. um, as a kind of a bad yeah, uh, um, way to describe things. Mm. But it, it, it's, it's more that kind of... The, the orange flavour and the flavour that I'm getting is more like squash. It's not weak and it's not watery. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's not like I'm eating an orange. It's not that kind oh, of slightly tangier yeah. 
sharper orange. It's a little bit more subdued. It's a little bit more delicate right. in terms of what I'm getting. I'm not sat here eating fruit and that's the flavor yeah. I'm getting. It's been distilled down into a, you know, concentrate um, version almost. I get, a concentrated yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of version. Yeah. So it, it's that kind of thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's almost like it's, they're being kind of balanced out against each other and that's taken the edge off of them being a little bit bigger. Um, so yeah, in 6.2 isn't light for left-handed giant. It's probably around about the average of, of their kind of outputs. Yeah. No, um, considering they do that stout, that owl stout, it's like 14%. Like 14%. Percent, yeah. <laughs> yeah. King of the woodland or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, but it, this this feels a lot more delicate, a lot more lighter than some of the other beers that they put out, which are kind of like bigger hitters. Um, and it, it feels like it could be a lot lighter in its percentage as well. You know, the the, the mouthfeel is a little bit medium, maybe a little bit lighter uh, um, than what you might get with another sort of six and a half percent IPA. Um, but it's also got this very, very, very weak kind of piney bitterness right at the back. Um, which just sort of appears and goes very quickly. So it feels very much like a session beer. 6.2% isn't really mm. classed as a session. I mean, maybe we would class yeah. it as a bit yeah. of a session uh, <laughs> beer these days. But um, it's great. It's, it's, it's a great middle-of-the-afternoon beer on a, on a nice. sort of a warm, yeah. close, muggy day. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is a session beer. Mm-hmm. At like three point four point five percent, so again, like some would say sessions below four. I'm glad that they no longer are the ones in control. <laughs> um, and yep, yeah, it's uh, yellow, oh, kind of uh, strong yellow. It, mm-hmm. So it actually is probably a little less orange given the white balance yeah. of my camera. It, it looks it's, like a. Lagerish. I was going to say, and it is clear. You can see my hand through it. You can see my nose. I can see you. Not, not a lot of carbonation, though. That's the only place I'd say maybe it doesn't look like a lager. Yeah, you like... can see that it, it did head uh, on mm-hmm. the pour all the way to the top. It just has retreated in the couple minutes that Ben was talking. Um, it's quite lemony on the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, Still lagerish, yes. <laughs> mm, a, a little more... Um, like almost fake lemon, like cleaning product lemony. Just got a little oh, bit mm-hmm. of that, like mm-hmm. a little too s- strong lemon. Not not a lot of other depth. Just like that sort of tart hit. Yeah, like one of those uh, air fresheners you put in your car. Yeah. Um. Luckily, it doesn't taste like that. Um, and it's so it, I mean, I don't know if you can see on the camera just the the sheer amount of bubbles going on. It's quite oh. effervescent. Uh, I think that's good because it's a nice light touch. There's a surprising amount of maltiness coming through, though, hmm. which is good because it immediately dispels the, is this a lager? And yeah. it lingers with a nice bitterness as well, a bit of pininess in the bitter. Um. And over top is that lemon, but it tastes, with all the other things going on, it doesn't taste like that artificial sort of, it's not like I'm mowing down on the air freshener. It's it, it's much more of a fuller citrus lemon taste. Um, I'm just surprised at, like, how clear it looks like. Yeah. Is there not any sediment left in the can or anything? Nope. In the okay. Yeah, I wonder what they, um, they did. Um, 
But yeah, it's just it's a solid IPA. It's it's kind of I, I think they called it the classic IPA on the tin, and I think that's a really good way of saying it. It's, like I said, a little bit more citrus, which some people might not like, especially on the lemony side. But the rest oh. is just like yeah, there's a bit of malts. There's a nice bit bitter over and undertones. It finishes bitter um, with a bit of pininess underneath to give it depth, and then. The one thing is, um, I'm not going to take this sip because I've just noticed um, most of the taste is, finishes quite quickly. Like the finish is like a medium of like 45 seconds. But on the tip of my tongue, I'm still getting a bit of that lemon. And it feels more like the sweetness of like a lemon cough drop because once the everything else, once the bitterness retreated, it, it the lemon doesn't have that extra stuff buttressing it. And it feels kind of fake again, mm. which is a bit unfortunate. But it's it's only on the very tip of the finish. The rest is very solid, very tasty beer. Easily could in the in the the past couple weeks it's been a nice twenty degrees. This is exactly kind of the beer you want on the patio. Not too strong, has some depth, but short enough of a taste mm. that you don't feel guilty for going through a handful of them in an afternoon or evening. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Did you um did you get the glass with the box that you brought as well? Yeah, I got two glasses with the box I got. And then two glasses with the other box I got. <laughs> um, and we are at glass capacity in uh, our house. Uh, so uh, these and the festival glasses I just wash and keep up here. Yeah, makes I, sense. I, so I, I know the feeling. Like, yeah. some point, sometimes I'd, if they still had those like big old recycling bins anywhere, I would just go to one and just throw glass into you know, just normal glasses because <laughs> I have that many glasses. <laughs> but um, that used to be so satisfying. They don't really do them anymore, though. Those big recycling bins, it's such a shame. Like the big, the big bottle bins where you chuck yeah. it through the little hole and it goes. Psh. Yeah, yeah, it's so satisfying. Yeah, just, people just do that out their window nowadays. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess <laughs> with with, I mean, you have curbside recycling, right? Yeah. Yeah, it so. just uh, doesn't always reach the recycling bin. Yeah, I don't know if people are aiming for that, or people, or animals. God knows. I live in a bizarre place. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, Wild West, the Commonwealth, Birmingham, great place. Come on, come on. <laughs> you excited <laughs> about that? No, I didn't. I didn't even know the Commonwealth Games were like big. I was just like, I've never watched this before in my life. So mm. why is no one so excited? And um, the trams haven't been running for since they were built because uh, Ben, I'm sure you're not a you know engineer or anything, but I'm sure you could say like, look, something's gone on here. Mm. Even a philosopher and deal is like trams shouldn't break every five weeks. Mm. <laughs> um, no, that's very true. Unless maybe that there were people tied to the tracks at the switch, and the solution was to just break the tram. Uh, run it aground. Mm. I mean, it does go, you know, on Broad Street, and the you know used to be enough drunk people around there, so maybe right. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, Ben, it's been a minute <laughs> since you've been on. Well, uh, I you've obviously been busy. Uh, you wrote a nice article that is out or not out about gaming life with baby number two. Yes, yes, the last sort of three weeks of. Uh, uh, of kind of gaming um it's it's obviously one of those i think it happened with evelyn as well where time 
just it loses all meaning and, and days just merge into each other. Mm. Um, I had no idea it was Thursday, uh, the start oh. of today. I'm like, oh, I've just got stuff to do today. Okay, cool. And I looked at my calendar like, oh, it's th- oh yeah, it's Thursday. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, so it, 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 it's kind of the first three weeks have absolutely flown by. Mm. Just just gone. It'll be a month. Should we have been alive for a month on Monday. And it's just disappeared. But because I'm so, we're so busy all the time just being responsive parents mm. um, and also having to care for a six year old as well. Um, so being pulled uh, a lot. And I've been back to work now for nearly two weeks, too. So it's, it's, pretty full on but i have found a little bit of time to, to to get some games in so yeah i wrote a wrote an article about that that changing time about what i have um been able to uh jump into and i think when i did the the dad blog kind of posts when i had evelyn mm. i'd like to try and keep it up as well um but it won't be quite as frequent as i did with those those were kind of almost once a week once a fortnight i think with this i might you know do do maybe once a month or something um on that and and focus a bit more on the changing rather than what i've been playing um just more on the changing sort of um types of games i'm playing or (laughs) yeah um, and how things are being kind of affected rather than necessarily kind of talking about uh specific games uh but in that i did did mention i'd been playing uh, a little bit of stray um i don't think i'm that far through it and we'll probably all touch on that when we've all had a bit of a uh, a turn on it Mm -hmm. if not all kind of um, finished it maybe next week or something or the week after when we've had some time Um, but I've also had the chance and it came at exactly the wrong time uh, to preview Rollerdrome um, which when I did a roundup of E3 stuff I'd uh, marked it down as kind of one of those games that I uh, liked the look of from the state of play I think it was shown at um, but I don't know how I got it in my head, but you did as well, Lucy, that this was a multiplayer game. Mm. Uh, first thing to report, it's not. It's a, it's a single-player game. Um, it is from Roll7, and uh, who recently made Oli Oli World, um, and it, it is another skating game, but mm. it's a third-person action game, really, uh, where you are a character skating around uh, on roller on, skates. On roller skates. Yeah. Yep. Um, but you are shooting. You've got guns as well. Mm. And it's kind of, you know, the whole premise is dystopian kind of future. It's not quite running man. You're, you know, I don't think you're a convict. You're more of a contestant who mm. has entered into this. Um, but the idea is that each level is a different map and you have to try and and i didn't realize this again from the trailers and things um it is it builds an ollie ollie world really well because it's kind of a get some objectives have a high score that kind of thing it's not like an action game in terms of like you must beat the level yeah you can you can beat the level but there's other things to do in it as well other objectives to be able to get so like getting certain kinds of combos and you get those by doing tricks and defeating enemies uh by performing certain types of tricks by killing enemies in certain ways. And that adds lots to the game, I think, that it isn't just kind of breeze through, shoot some enemies in a level, move on to the next one. It gives you something to go back to do. Um, so again, like Oli Oli World, where I was playing through a mission and there's maybe three objectives in, in that, 
And I was like, right, I've only hit two of them. I'll go back to that level and I'll try and get that other objective. And working through the world and just giving yourself, you know, that there is that 100% kind of completion there for it, or it's just that, that critical path of just moving on to the next kind of level. Uh, but it entices you to kind of go back in. But it also forces you to go back in and to beat objectives okay. because the game is set up in a way that you're almost in a tournament. So you have a block of four levels. You have to basically complete the level to open up the next one. And you would unlock all four sequentially through that. But to then move into what they are calling like the quarterfinals, um, where there are more levels, you have to have hit a certain number of objectives over those first four levels. Yeah. So you've got to get like 30 objectives over those four levels. And there's 10 yeah. objectives that you can do. That then unlocks the next set of levels for you to kind of play through. And I've um, I've got to a point where I've just unlocked um, the semis, basically. Um, I can only talk... I'm not allowed to talk about everything that I've done because I can only talk up to, I think, level six, which is as part of the kind of quarterfinals. Um so there's stuff that I won't mention, which is great. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Um, but it's it's set up in a way like Oli Oli World to get you to go back and to do things, to get you to hit those objectives, to make you go back and refine your run, to learn the moves, to get better and better and better at this. And it's an absolute joy to play because it's so slick. Like the way that the movement works entwined with the gunplay is really really good so you don't have to keep pressing forward basically press forward once and you will just move and you can concentrate on everything else then doing moves shooting enemies quite often doing moves and shooting enemies at the same time you know get on a grind wall ride and then try and sort of shoot your enemies either with your dual pistols or your shotgun um other weapons that become available and it feels really good. Like it feels responsive. It feels slick. It's made in a way where you can sort of see them go, right, we've done Ollie Ollie one and two and now world. And that's been the same kind of formula. And we've refined that a little bit and we've tightened it up. And they've then gone, well, what if we take that and we make it kind of like third person? And it's in like a skate park rather than a linear sort of set of tracks. And I think that translates over really, really well. Um, and it isn't kind of, you, you sort of comes to mind when you think about that, or is it just kind of like Tony Hawk's with a bit of shooting? But actually the shooting is really good as well and feels good that it isn't just tacked on. It is part of that experience. Um, and they've built in uh, um, the idea, and I practically how this works, it makes no sense, but you do a move, you replenish your ammo. Right, You might do a grab off of a ramp and you'll get three bullets. So you're trying to constantly chain together moves to keep your ammo up, shooting enemies to keep your combo up, to either hit the objectives or in, in the first instance in a lot of these levels, I was just kind of, I just need to kill things. Don't worry about the objectives, just just understand what's going on. Um, and it... it kind of just keeps you wanting to go back because that play is so smooth but so satisfying as well when you're going up a ramp and you're kind of spinning around doing a grab 
and then there's an enemy right below you and you just pull out your pistols and then roll out of it and just go straight up into the next ramp. It feels really good. It looks so slick as well. This is very encouraging to hear. Because a lot of people, including yourself, have been like, Oli Oli World, you know, stealthily, secretly, like, people's, like, one of the heights, you know, not game of the year kind of quality, but it's, like, one of those games that people really enjoy. Yeah. Um. So I never got on with Oli Oli World, I think, because Tony Hawk controls are just entrenched in my brain, for example, mm. like, gate. But um, to see that, as you say, they've translated that good feeling kind of, um, you know, game with like really good progression um, kind of structure to it, and it's single player, and it feels really good. I'm just like, okay, this is ticking off a lot of boxes now. I'm actually pretty, <laughs> pretty looking forward to this now. Um, I just hesitant like after playing Neon White, which is mm. so finely tuned, so good. If you know, I'm ready to play another. Not not that this game won't be good, but it's like. If it's not as good as sure. Neon White, which is very, 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 very good, um, I might give it a bit more, give it a bit more time before before maybe I jump into Rollerdrome. But um, it sounds really good. It does, and there's lots of um, kind of previews out there as well because mm-hmm. the embargo came up, I think, on uh, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so there's a lot of previews out there, and it would be worth having a little bit of a, a, a research and seeing if anyone that has previewed it also played neon white. Yeah. Just to, mm. even if they don't make yeah. a direct comparison, just to look at the language that they use about yeah. Rollerdrome and see kind of um, what they're sort of saying about it. Yeah. No, I think but that's absolutely. The, this is, this is a game where it was like, Oh, this looks really cool. You know, but it's, is it multiplayer? This and that. Mm. And it's gone from me going like, Oh, I'll probably just, you know, look on from the sidelines, see what people think and and now it's more like okay i think i need to play this game now. <laughs> it's not a matter of if it's when so yeah yeah and something that it also has is a kind of a driving narrative as well it's very secondary mm. to just the the play but before i started so after sort of like the tutorial levels before i got into what was dubbed sort of like the training levels um you are uh i think you're called kara you're basically walking around a locker room and you're starting you're you're able to pick up on a few things and read a few notes that's been put down and you can read the emails that have been sent through to you as well and then in between training and the quarters there was then the next sort of uh, um just space to walk around you do that in first person um but it's picking up on the idea that the 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 rollerdrome um, kind of game mm-hmm. is basically being pushed by a corporation, of course, and there's yeah. lots of stuff in that 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 kind of starts to get a little bit kind of political. And I'm mm-hmm. wondering how far they're going to kind of take this, yeah. like the story that's sort of behind this, because I would imagine I'm only going to get a couple more sort of interstitial sort of levels in between the different sort of sections that you play through. So they can't get into it too much, but they're doing some good things with a little bit of light storytelling, a little bit uh, of sort of environmental storytelling uh, in between these as well to give you something, you know, just a little kind of like secondary story that's running on in the background, even though the main draw of this game is absolutely um, just how 
solid, slick, and smooth that gameplay is. Um, it, it, it is so satisfying, uh, especially when you realize that you've kind of done a move and you're like, oh, how did I, like, what, what button combination did I put in? And it's only sort of, you know, press left and square and you'll do this grab or right and square and you'll do this grab. Hold R1 and you'll start to do sort of like 180 spins uh, and things like that. So it's it's kind of very simple and easy button prompts. It's almost exactly the same as it is with, with Oli Oli World or, or triangle in a, in a direction to grind or wall ride and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but when you get a set of moves kind of in combination you've gone up a ramp you come back down you start to grind you shoot an enemy you jump off go up another one shoot another enemy loop back around get some more ammo and it, it is just that flow that feels that feels okay. great okay um, you sold me i was telling myself i don't want to spend more money on getting nah. this year i've already bought the cat game and it's just like uh, i was trying to tell myself no, Lucy, you won't like it. It'll be like Ali Ali. Mm. <laughs> nah. All right, all right. It's, I mean, it's it's not it's, it's like not like Ali Ali. It's not like Ali Ali at all. Yeah. But having re- reviewed Ali Ali World earlier in the year, I can absolutely see the fundamentals mm-hmm. that have mm-hmm. transferred across to this. You know, oh, completely. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine none of the code would have been used. I'd imagine it's a completely oh, different no, yeah, engine yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. They have just gone. This works. It's just the lies I'm telling to see myself. How <laughs> That's all it is, you know. All... <laughs> it's just the lies. So yeah, this, this I'm, I'm getting a bit giddy and you know very happy that this is coming out soon, isn't it? Uh, um, is it mid mid August, I think. A couple of yeah. couple of weeks into August, which is um, depressingly close. August. Yes. Yeah. A couple of weeks away. Um, I love the art style. Yeah. So uh, one of the things to talk about as well is, is the kind of the cell shaded hand drawn art looks very much like Sable, Mm -hmm. um, Mm. but maybe a little more refined than Sable. Sable was maybe, and I don't know whether it was because of the engine felt a little bit kind of floaty, a little bit kind of poppy. Maybe this feels a bit more solid. So it's like, this is the map. This is what you're doing. Um, and, you know, Sable was a big open world and everything was kind of being generated on the on the fly, depending on where you're moving. Whereas this is map. Everything right. is here. Doesn't matter kind of what which way you're looking. It is all generated in. So we can be a little bit more defined with our textures and colors and things. But it looks beautiful. Mm. And it has that kind of very... Um, it's not pastiche, but it's kind of almost zeitgeist view of the seventies, you know, like death loop kind of had in as well, right. you know, that, that very sort of, this is what the seventies was, but it's almost the caricature version of it. Uh, uh, roller drone doesn't quite go that far, but it still has a very cool kind of seventies vibe to it. The music that the, the, just the color palette for some of the things, you know, uh, um, just just screams something that's not it, it's not modern it's not kind of in your face it's not 90s neons it's very mm-hmm. muted wow. but used very well you know the color palettes that they've chosen for each kind of level to be distinctive enough well um, this is uh this disappoints me because i was hoping it'd be set in like the 80s and i could <laughs> take my helmet off and just you know play as tina turner um, <laughs> Uh, Tina Turner happy. in Mad Max 3. Yes. Because that would be more the tone, I would imagine. Yeah, that's what I'm shooting. Really. And 
actually some of the saying that some of the uh, uh, kind of enemies that you encounter um the guys that are kind of just the grunts you know the foot soldiers who have uh, baseball bats so they're just like a melee attack as soon as you kind of get close to them and you can there's a, a dodge on the circle button and there's various things around dodging perfectly to be able to slow down time to be able to shoot them and these kinds of things as well which works very very well but they do look a bit mad maxi uh the the the, the enemy design so there's a bit of leather in there there's a little bit of bare skin in there as well um so yeah, uh, there's definitely a little bit of a Mad Max uh, vibe going on. Maybe it's late seventies, early eighties, Lucy. We'll say that instead, just to try and uh, try and bring it in. Let me play as Tina Turner, please. That's all I want. Caro, oh. <laughs> whatever she is. Yeah, just just get rid of her. Just just play Tina. Um, yeah. I think it's um, Steam and PlayStation. I think. Um, for its release, I've, I've been playing it on Steam um, oh. on the control pad. It, it suggests playing on a control pad. As soon as you jump into it, it's like, play this on a control pad. Mm. Um, I haven't attempted sort of mouse and keyboard or anything to see what that difference would be, but it is very responsive on the pad. Um, it, it just feels good to play. Um, so, yeah. There needs to be a demo. Um, but yeah, it's out on 16th of August on Steam. Mm. Um, I want a demo. Give me a demo. A demo would have been good. Um, I don't know whether maybe a lot of the demos that we got in the next fest mm-hmm. are for games that probably aren't coming out for a little while. So this game would have been in a position potentially to um, to put a demo out. And I would say that actually the preview build that I have played, mm-hmm. I don't see what they have got to do to make it the final version. You know, mm. there's probably lots of stuff in the background, but actually on a surface level, from the play that I have experienced, there doesn't seem like there's much to do. Yeah. It's already at that quality um, of a final kind of product. Um, so, yeah, I mean, a demo is like there's a preview build. It, it, it feels good to play. It oh. is really good. It's a very good representation, at least I think, of what the final product is going to be. Do oh. it. Do it. Do it, Raw 7. Do it. Just put out a demo, mate. These gifts and it's like this slow mo bullet time and, and yeah yeah <laughs> it's it's got everything Lucy I hate video games there's too many of them. agreed yeah <laughs> like beers in that sense yeah True. but I can only drink so many and then I pass out whereas video games I can just put those in an IV and just soak them up all day. <laughs> mm, mm. I think for for my kind of uh, um, you know some people would have absolutely gone to town on this mm-hmm. and just sat for a couple of hours and blitzed out level after level, gone in and maybe redone a few things, uh, um, got some more objectives, gone back, moved on to the next one. Whereas I've been playing it because of the situation of new baby and and life mm-hmm. in shorter sessions, you know, fifteen twenty minutes, and actually that's enough time to do a level. And there's no, like, whilst I might be compelled to go, I want to do something else, I can very easily put That's the pad good, down and yeah. go and do what I need to do and come back the next day or a couple of days later. And yeah, it's, yeah. We, you That's know, what with... I like about Neon White, you can just pop in, pop out. Mm. Then I spent like two hours on like one level or something. Mm. <laughs> I tried to get a high score, so. That's a fallacy. But, um, <laughs> yeah, the game that, that'll be it, Lucy. You'll be you'll be sat on here for for hours just on one level, just trying to bash it out. 
the Game Informer um, preview. It's titled My Roller Drone Preview is late because I can't stop playing it. So. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's got a lot of love in the in the previews from some of the bigger outlets as well. Um, so it's 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 doing very very well. And I think as you said, Lucy earlier, um, it, it's not a game which will be kind of it's not a ten out of ten for mm-hmm. you know across the board for everybody. It's a very specific game which will grab a certain audience who will want to keep playing it. Yeah. Um, right. It, 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 it's kind of, you know, those people who enjoy Tony Hawk's, those people who enjoy Oli Oli World, people who like a little bit of a different kind of third person action game will very much get into this. It is very twitchy. It is very responsive. Mm-hmm. Um, so whilst you might be uh, playing through and then suddenly you're in a position where you have to dodge, 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 you know, um, mines have been shot out from someone. People are shooting you. Snipers are trying to target you. There's rockets coming towards you. There's a, 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 it almost at times feels a little bit kind of bullet hell in the amount of stuff that's coming towards you. And whilst you're, mm. I'm tapping away at a circle to dodge out of the way of things, trying to do moves in between to get my ammo back up. Right. It's very responsive. It, it does exactly what I want. That that input time is really, really quick. I dodge, it does it. I don't feel any kind of lag in, in any of this at all. And it's not, you know, my machine, my PC these days isn't, you know, beefy by any means. It's a couple of years old now. And there is nothing. There's no slowdown. There's no pop-ins. There's no lag. So far, technically, it, on my very middling machine now, it is running really, really well. Just let me know if it plays on Steam Deck, and I'm there day one. Mm. Mm-hmm. Does Steam tell you now whether it plays on? It has on, a on the store page. Yeah, I mean on sometimes the Steam Deck it does. I think sometimes they're verified before they even come out, and I think that will usually just be like a post by the developer. Um, right. But then on the day that it comes out, if it is verified, it will say that. But um, but yeah. Uh, it looks very good. What are the sounds like? Are there like any the dings? Because I've got the power wash simulator ding just <laughs> hardwired to my brain now, and that's what I crave. Does it have oh, sounds when you pull off things? And... Oh, I don't think there's sounds when you pull off things. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the time, it's like weapon sounds, explosions, you know, gunfire. Yeah. That kind of thing. That's the thing I picked up most on. I don't think there's any kind of arcadey sounds, or if there are, (laughs) I've removed them from my mind completely. Um, There's something neon white, and when you just pop off an enemy, and it's got good sounds. (laughs) I I, I think I'm basically a gambling addict, and I don't know it. (laughs) (laughs) I was simulator and neon white have just. Opened up my eyes to my thick habits. So, um, yeah. I mean, the long may they continue, Lucy, as long as you're <laughs> safe and you're not, you know, spending all of your house savings uh, on uh, on actual loot boxes and, and things. Oh, um, I just need that little dopamine hit in a in a different kind of way. I mean, um, if there's random loot boxes for a Tina Turner outfit, then yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tina Turner, welcome to the Roller Drome, um, <laughs> yeah, DLC pack would be uh, would be perfect, wouldn't it? How come I'm not a game developer? Because that's the first thing I would have pitched to the publisher. I would have said, get out. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, we can't license Tina Turner. There's absolutely no way they're going to let us do that. 
<laughs> just a woman with hair. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even need to be Tina Turner. Just leather bodice. She's 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 well away. Big old boots. Like she couldn't she couldn't be in boots because she's in roller skates. Mm. Boots with roller skates. I didn't on. think you were saying boots at first. <laughs> uh, well, that sounds really exciting. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to that today. Well, yeah. talking of big old boots, um, the the, the car is in like a like a jumpsuit almost. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't think they've put time into things like jiggle physics or anything mm. like that. So we don't have to. So we even have that conversation, which is nice, unless they put Tina on. Turner in, and then it's probably uh, that they would be needed. I would assume. Mm. <laughs> Uh, just uh, if you are curious, um, store.steampower.com slash great on deck um, gives you a bit of a navigatable um, list of uh, games that have all passed the compatibility checks uh, and are rated as great experiences on the Steam Deck. Oh, nice. Unfortunately, so store.steampower.com slash great on deck. However, if you go into the Steam client... It's not obvious how you can get there. Oh, wait. Mm. Uh, I click Steam Deck icon. Um, that makes me buy one. It's like a separate page buried within Well, like, else. I Googled it, so I got to the page, right? Like, on the browser. But on the um, app, I don't know how to... Like, you, you have to navigate to a place. I don't know how you Steam get Deck there. It'll just, I mean... I think on the Steam Deck's version of the Steam Store, it has that built in, right, Lucy? Yeah, yeah. and it tells you all the verified games on there, but um, a lot of the times, I think, usually you're going to just have to hop in and see, yeah. and more often than not, you'll just be playing the game, you'll even forget, like, to change anything, you know? Mm. A lot of games just work straight out of the box, even if they're not verified, so... It's a it's a wonderful piece of machinery. Mm. I think Roller Drone would be a very good mm. fit for Steam Deck. I've, I've liked it being on a big screen, yes. playing it absolutely. Yeah. Um, whilst it's not kind of um, screen space kind of intensive and heavy, it, it, it presents sort yeah. of. You know, a car kind of in the middle, rolling through the screen, and you can you have a nice wide view of kind of where everything is around you. I think maybe being down on that sort of size would work. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know, as with some of more action games, and I don't know how many action games you've kind of played on Steam Deck, Lucy. I would imagine a little bit gets lost, perhaps, um, just because of that yeah. sense of scale, maybe. Yeah, because I was looking at this, I'm like, this would look really good on on my. What's this? Thirty-two inch. I can't even remember. Twenty-seven, thirty-two. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, it'd be nice to like you know just hop into Steam Deck to just like as you say, score chase or you know get unlock those extra. Um, yeah. Uh, that word. Objectives. That's the one. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because so, yeah. I was thinking, yeah, because uh, I was I was gonna start Stray earlier, and I was like, I should just pop it on my Steam Deck. But I was like, I want to see it first on like the big screen. Yeah, very pretty. So yeah, I mean, the first world problems, eh? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so yeah, that, that's that's the, everything that's, I think on yeah. on Roller Drone for the for the time. I will probably have a review up um, of it when I'm allowed to get a review up of it um, towards the sixteenth. Um, so yeah, check back in, I suppose, at some point on Out of Lives for that. So your your um, embargo, there's an embargo on everything past level something. Uh, embargo on everything past level six right. at the moment. Um, it doesn't tell you how many. What does it? Does it tell you how many levels are per thing? So I think level six is maybe about a third of the way through the game. Right. Um, there's been a a steady increase in kind of the enemy difficulties and number of them sort of through the levels, which will obviously in, in, increase, I would imagine, still uh, further through. But what I've seen so far through these early levels, like I like the enemies. Um, it's it's kind of good that there's a variety of them uh, as well. You know, different weapons work better on different enemies and, and things like that. So you're, you're switching weapons on the fly as well as you're trying to defeat um, sort of different groupings or, or multiple waves of kind of enemies and things and they don't all appear on the map at the same time mm. so you might jump in and there's only five of them and once you've defeated all five or once you've defeated four another five oh, might I see. appear which will be sort of a different combination of them um and i think what helps is they don't move around the map so they basically are an enemy that generates here and it might have a little radius of movement or a, a uh, uh, kind of a a big radius of movement, but in specific spaces. Yeah. Um, so you're the one that's moving. You know, you're not just being chased around the map by enemies right. constantly and yeah, having to like, kite things around. Um, it, it's, it, yeah. Like yeah. Cool. So there, again, that's a part of it is you can get in and, and some of the early ones, I'm like, right, I know where the combo tokens are now. So I can shoot a few enemies, hit a combo token, which will add an extra combo multiplier on. Oh, nice. Come down the ramp, get my uh, ammo up, hit another enemy, zoom off, get another combo token. And, you know, some of them like hit 15, one of the objectives, hit a combo of 15. Like, cool, I know my run. Yeah, so you right. can absolutely go into it like that as well, this rather than just going good, in for the carnage. So. Great game to watch speedrunners play. Just oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. definitely. I, you know, some of them are uh, one of the objectives, you know, beat a certain score. And if you don't get a good time, you lose points on said score. Mm. So you need to hit it in three and a half minutes, four oh, minutes, rather than five and a half minutes, which is what I've been taking <laughs> right, to do it. Um, so there is that that run there, and you will absolutely get people who can optimize mm-hmm. those maps to perfection. So, yeah, this would be a really good one to watch at, like, um, you know, summer games. Um Done quick and things like that. So yeah, yeah. Did you say it has leaderboards, or is it, or, or have they not unlocked? It might have leaderboards, but I haven't seen that yet. If it is a feature, it hasn't been, it hasn't popped up. Um, yeah. There's also another mode. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Something blood, um, which hasn't opened up yet. Mm. It'll be interesting to see what that is as well. Okay. Um, I'd imagine that will open up for, um, say, you know, review purposes potentially. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the multiplayer aspect of it. And this is why we think there's some kind of multiplayer mm. right. to it. But who knows? I'll report back on all of these things. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of time before release. Yeah. Um, I, need, I need to go. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, mm. Would you like me to tell you about my beer? I was hoping you would, yeah. Uh, I love it. It's great. 
Um, it, it, it's really, really nice. Um, I got a little bit of maybe, um, I was thinking about sort of the more citrusy side of things. The more I drank, you get a little bit more of like a soft stone fruit in there as oh, well, nice. which isn't, which isn't maybe like mango, um, but is more like peachy or apricot, something, something a little bit lighter, which, which kind of is that, that extra bit that I was saying, there's an extra kind of thing in there. It might be that more mango but actually it's it's something more like peach right it's just sat in the in the background kind of pulling everything together in it um and i'm not a big fan of like a beer which is just kind of those softer stone fruits if it's just peach if it's just an apricot kind of beer i'm not a big fan yeah. of those but used as a basis to kind of have other things going on you know a bit of orange maybe a little bit of mango in there some some bigger citrus uh, um stuff then it, it, it ties it in really, really nicely. So that's a that's a big win for me today. Supervisions from Left Handed Giant. Excellent. Uh, on my side, um, the only thing I wanted to add is, it, again, really great session IPA. Um, as I got used to things, I, a little more of a – the citrus got a little broader, a little more, so mm. it wasn't just this lemonade. There's a nice little tangerine undertone to it. It's like a bit of a sweet orange. Um, which is really good and helped make me the the reservations I had kind of faded. Um, so again, that lingers at the same pace as the lemon. So after the piney bitterness is gone, I'm not left with a like ah fake lemon. It's it's a little more um, fuller of a citrus taste. So so that was great and yeah, mm. really solid beer. Um, I'm gonna have to look out for Hilden for uh, stuff that you know they've done outside of Flavorly. Just out of curiosity now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've never come across them before. No. no, yeah, me neither. There's like three different Hilden cans in the Flavorly 24. Okay. So I might tell you about the, what I thought of them <laughs> next week. <laughs> Brilliant. Wow. Good. Right. Good catching up with you, Ben. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, um, I will be back more next week as well. Yeah. Hooray. Hooray. See if I'm just as tired at three o'clock in the afternoon. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. And if people want to get a hold of Ben, they can get him at Nova underscore 47. Yes, exactly. And I put up a couple of things over on outoflives.net as well. A little bit of writing too. Um, I found a tiny bit of time for. Mm. And Lucy's at? Uh, Juicy Loose 9. And I'm at The Omni Arc. And we're at Tanked Up Cast on Twitter and Instagram. Hoping to maybe remember to post more to Instagram. Uh, but yeah, reach us textupcast at gmail dot com as well, um, and you can go to idolives dot net to see the aforementioned dad series from way back in the day of Ben and the updates, as well as the reviews. Um, at some point, Roller Dome, um, Drome, Roller Drome, Drome. Yes. Uh, and as well as vods and, and videos and stuff on our YouTube or Twitch. Um, and yeah, uh, don't forget to tell your friends. Uh, write a review on the podcast thing of choice and maybe like subscribe below on YouTube hit those buttons and engage uh, give me your least favorite emoji um, yeah, yeah. that's it okay, bye yeah. bye then um, <laughs> ciao Clover, run run don't quick I don't want to take <laughs> more of your time yeah. I will I'll see you later bye. I love you both bye bye, yeah. bye. www.outoflives.net